Is drafting from the middle good or bad for your fantasy baseball team this season? Matt and I will show you today that you can be successful no matter where you draft in your upcoming fantasy baseball drafts this season. We'll discuss that and more on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Fantasy Baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source for fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here as always with my co-host and my brother, Matthew Ane. Yo, yo. You can find us on all social media platforms and podcasting apps. Just search for Locked On Fantasy Baseball, and we'll be there. Please leave a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify or wherever you may listen. Also, please be sure to like, subscribe, and comment on YouTube because, as always, we love fan- we love talking fantasy baseball with you. And, um, you know, guys, just a little, little note here. If you're a fan of Matt and I or if you're just a fan of fantasy baseball in general, you know, Matt and I are getting very, very close here to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. And we just appreciate, you know, all the help along the way, you know, and if you could just pass this podcast along to a friend that's also into fantasy baseball or just a friend that loves baseball in general, we would truly, truly appreciate it. It means a lot to us. We're going to be having giveaways going on this season and um, a lot of other stuff as well. So once again, if you could help us out, it's truly appreciated over here. But on today's episode, Matt and I are continuing the tradition of Mock Draft Mondays with week three of them here. Uh, this mock draft is going to be a five-by-five head-to-head category league with standard positions. Uh, also, two utilities, no corner or middle infielder, two starting pitchers, two relief pitchers, and four pitcher spots. And there will be no bench for us today. We're trying to keep it quick and short and neat for you guys. So, without that, with you know, without further ado, Matt, let's get it started, brother. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, um, we're gonna get it started here. We're coming out of the seventh hole today. And we're on the board. First couple guys that come off the board is uh, Aaron Judge with number one overall, Shohei Otani number two, Trey Turner number three, Jose Ramirez number four, Ronald Acuna five, Julio uh, Julio Rodriguez number six. So I think we're uh, we're pretty much in a good spot here to see what's going on and and actually have a nice little draft pick. Dom, what are you thinking right now? Uh, I mean, I, I, I did a, I did another real draft the other day, and my I think I picked in the fifth spot. And I took Juan Soto, and I couldn't have been more excited to get Juan Soto, especially he's off to a super, super hot spring. I know he's a little banged up. I forget. I, I think it's a calf or something like that, but they're just being precautionary with him, and I think Juan Soto is going to have a monster, monster bounce back year this year. I don't, I don't see how he can go anywhere else but uh, Mr. Juan Soto. I know that's your boy, too. Oh no, I mean I'm 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 loving it. I think that's the pick. Um I say let's do it. Yeah. Especially outfielder is super thin uh super thin position this year. Definitely want to try and get an outfielder in one of the first two rounds just to build that nice strong core. Amen to that. So right after Juan, Freddie Freeman went, Kyle Tucker, Mookie Betts, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Bobby Witt Jr. <laughs> It's the pack of juniors right there. <laughs> Jordan Alvarez, Mike Trout. Oh god. Um, Corbin Burns, Manny Machado, Austin Riley were back on the clock here. 
What's nice about drafting out of this spot is, you know, you kind of don't have too many picks in between, which is kind of cool. Like, you know, you get seven, six picks in front of you and then five, um, and then pretty much just like, I mean, not six, you get 11 and 12, which is kind of nice. So like get one extra spot on the way back before the other one. And it kind of balances out your draft. I really do like it. Um, so we have an outfielder and you know, what's, what's crazy too, is if you look at it, there was one, one pitcher gone. So I like that. Definitely not touching a pitcher right now. I think Dom, it's funny. We haven't gotten a shortstop yet and I'm, I'm eyeing somebody <laughs> right now. Uh, I think I know where you want to go and you want to go Tatis. I mean, I love Tatis as well. I think he could possibly be the best fantasy baseball player when healthy. He's already playing in spring training this season. I know his defense isn't looking great, but fortunately that doesn't matter when it comes to fantasy baseball because we don't, we don't count defense. So I think with that being said, you know, let's shore up the shortstop position and let's take Tatis. Yeah. And also too, what's beautiful is you're kind of getting him as a discount because he's only going to miss two weeks of baseball and then he's coming back. Cause if he was playing the full season, he'd probably be a top 12 pick. You know, we wouldn't be able to get him so cheap right now, which is really nice. I'm really, uh, I'm really happy with the value. So, after Tatis, um, we had Bobashek, Garrett Cole, Pete Alonzo, Rafael Devers, Max Scherzer, Paul Goldschmidt, Jose Altuve, Sandy Alcantara, JT Rilamuto, Marcus Simeon, Spencer Strider, and Edwin Diaz. Now, I'm like, you know, what, four pitchers have gone? And yeah, well, four or five if you count uh, Okada. Yeah, you're right. Four, but like five out of five, like four. Four out of the top, top ten. So like, I'm kind of okay with still not getting a pitcher. I am kind of good with kind of going to grab another, you know, kind of putrid position that where there's scarcity. And uh, Dom, what do you? How do you feel about Nolan Arenado right now? I I like Nolan. I like Nolan. I mean, we're we're pretty good. We're you know when Tatis comes back, the steals are going to be there. So I mean, we don't really need to dig deep and you know go go crazy for steals right now and. Honestly, Nolan Arenado had a had a great year in St. Louis last year. I think he continues that trend, especially with St. Louis only truly getting better with all the young guns they have, you know, going to be in their second year or some guys in their first year that are showing out. I think Nolan Arenado is a great pick right now at a position at third base that thins out very, very quickly. All right, so that's a done deal. And, I mean, uh, you know what? It's crazy. I think that we've, we've actually – we've hit – We've hit two positions that are have scarcity, and we got a value on a player that that should be drafted higher if you, if they were playing a full season. So I think so far our draft is pretty solid. We haven't missed out on really anything yet. So wow, this next pick is really early. Bryce Harper going in the third round—that's outrageous. <laughs> He's moving on up draft boards. Uh, you know what, people? Like if you're if you're if this happens in your league, you just say good luck, and then when they're struggling later. You can get him for a discount and trade for him and get, get him pennies on the dollar. Yeah. So, you know, let, let me read off this, and I think Dom has somebody nice to talk about. So Bryce Harper, Jacob deGrom, um, Aaron Nola, Shane McClanahan, Dylan Cease, Brandon Woodruff, Corey Seager, Michael Harris II, Francisco um, Lindor, and Kyle Schwarber. All right, man. I think we can make one more pick here real quick. Let's uh, Let's pull up the board here. And, guys, me personally – this has just been my strategy all through draft season so far. And even, you know, when I was doing mock drafts earlier, you know, in the year, 
Uh, it's three bats and then a starting pitcher for me in most leagues. I will say this. If you're in a points league where, you know, starting pitchers get, you know, bumped up, they get a lot more points than bats do, sure, take a starting pitcher early and, you know, know your league. That's I think that's the we'll, – when we get into a draft tips episode, that's going to be a big point that I'm going to push. But for now, just make sure you know your league. Know, know how it works, especially if it's a points league. But in most uh, standard head-to-head uh, category leagues and roto leagues, this is the strategy, a strategy that I'm, you know, finding success with. And I see Justin Verlander there on the board, and I think that's the move because uh, Verlander's look, looked great in his first outing with the Mets. I believe he went three innings and struck out three. And I currently have Verlander in my top five. I will let you guys know exactly where in a second. But, Matt, do you agree you think Verlander's the move here? Oh, the second I saw his name there, it was not even a question. He's my number two pitcher. Yeah, there you go. That's just great value on yeah. Verlander, to be honest, in the fourth round. Sold, bro. So Verlander uh, is my number four starting pitcher. So we're right there with it. But Dom, um, I think you got something for us. Yeah, guys, you know, if you're like me, you have a full-time job and you need to hit the gym sometimes, like to stay in shape, you want a quick snack to bring along with you, or just, you know, a snack that you can eat at home, then you got to try Built Bar. These bars taste great while maintaining amazing macros. I don't know how Built Bar does it, but you know, um, what's even better is that they are healthy for you. Built Bars only have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. You know you got to get that protein in your diet, whether you're hitting the gym or not. It's very good for you. They also come in unbelievable flavors like cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puff. And guess what? Now you don't even need to wait around to get a box because for years we've been talking about only being able to order your Built Bars at Built.com. But Built Bar has expanded and you can now go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club and get you a few boxes of Built Bars. Guys, once again, I know I said it last time, but if you haven't had a Built Bar yet, I just feel like it's on you at that point. They're absolutely delicious. The Chora ones are certainly my favorite. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Matt, let's move on here. Well, you want to read off the guys that went after Verlander? Yes, sir. So after Verlander, we had Jazz Chisholm, Christian Javier, uh, Randy Rosarina, Dalton Varsho, Carlos Rodon, Ozzy Albies, Luis Roberts, Shane Bieber, Matt Olson, uh, Class A, because he's classy, Zach Gallon, and Josh Hader. So we had a, we had three closers coming off the board and another pitcher run, which is actually kind of giving me the willies here. Um, normally I don't get scared, but that is an actual decent, um, pitcher run, but there's still somebody on the board. I'm kind of okay with, and I'm looking at names. So Dom, how do you feel about going in outfielder right now? I feel like we need to, uh, yeah, that, that's a move. I just want to point out, I feel like Brandon Woodruff has moved up draft boards and that's the right move. I, I've been get. I was always getting him super, super late. And I feel like he's just sneaking, sneaking up draft boards, which is a good thing. He's a very talented pitcher, but as for our pick right now, uh, I mean, I feel like we've both done it in, like, all of our drafts that we've done. But Eloy Jimenez, man, I, I think he had just – if he could just stay healthy and have that big year that we expect of him, it, it's a, it's a, he's going to be a great player in that White Sox lineup. The dude could hit 30 bombs, you know, a 280 batting average. Runs and RBIs are really dependent on how that team plays around him, but I think the RBIs should be good. Runs might not be elite, but, you know, still could chip in, like, 75, 80 runs. I'm – so on board with that. And now we're gonna we're gonna load up on power and average, and we're we're still in it with steals too because of Tatis, and we'll be able to scoop somebody up later that'll be able to help out in that in that category. So I'm definitely on board for Eloy. Um, I think so far this team is solid. It's probably the best draft start that we've had so far. Um, let's read yeah, off what yeah. just went down, right? So 
right after Eloy. We had Cedric Mullins, Alec Manoa, Julio Urias, George Springer, Jordan Romano, Zach Wheeler, Devin Williams, Max Freed, Will Smith, Framer Valdez. Man, that's early for a catcher. And for him to be the first catcher, it's another thing. Woof. Who? Will Smith? Yeah, Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, well, JT went off the board already. JT went off the board. Oh, I missed uh, that. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Smith, I, I do have him ranked a little bit lower, but he is all reliable. That is early to grab a catcher, especially when catcher is so deep this year. Uh, kind of is what it is at that point. But uh, let's move on here. At this point in the draft, none of the starting pitchers at the top of the board are really like sticking out to me. So I, I think maybe we could still grab one more bat here before we turn back to starting pitcher. And did, we don't have a first baseman yet, correct? No, we don't. We could look at first baseman. I think we kind of need to, actually. Yeah, I mean, the the top oh. two guys are, are our boys. Well, the, two of the top three guys we really love here, and it's Abreu and Vinny P. You already know. Uh, yeah, I, I think Vinny P is the move here. Italian the, breakfast. Yeah, love him. Lo- love him. You know, I guess it's the Italian in us that just, uh, you know, and this kid's also great. Last year had a monster year, hit, uh, you know, 290. You know, he crushed it in the minors. Um, he's doing very, very well so far in spring training. I think he's got two or three bombs already. And, you know, he's looking good. So that kind of shores us up at first base before it kind of falls off a cliff there. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the Italian breakfast, I'm just going to read off what he's doing in spring just so everybody knows, like, we're, you know, we're backing up what we're talking here. So, like, in nine at-bats, he's had three, he has three runs, three singles, a home run, four ribbies, hasn't struck out yet, which is really nice. Nice. And he's batting 444. Any walks? Um, no walks either. All right. Oh, no, there two walks. Two there walks. I apologize. That's what he does. So, you know, Vinny is going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal pick this year. And, you know, if you listen to other podcasts, they're on the same same pace with us with Vinny P. I oh, think yeah. he's going to be phenomenal. But let me read off what just went down, right? So uh, Tristan McKenzie, Luis Castillo, Adolis Garcia, Aldi Rutschman, Gavin, uh, Kevin Gosman, Alex Bregman, Corbin Carroll, Yu Darvish, Salvador Perez, Tasker Hernandez, Joe Musgrove, and Ryan Presley. We're on the board. I think we need to get a pitcher now. There's no Yeah, question. I think this is where you dip back into that starting pitcher market. Uh, yeah, Christian Javier went already, right? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, I guess that was wishful thinking. Yeah, he went, uh, he went two rounds ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is tough. I do, I do like Clayton Kershaw. I've been taking him in a lot of my drafts, and I think just the upside. I, but the thing is, pairing him with Verlander is so tough. I mean, Verlander's I been healthy, but I mean, I don't want to do it. I'm kind of yeah. leaning. I'm leaning Sevy. Yeah, Sevy got hit again. He got hit hard again in spring training. I know uh, spring training. I know. I know spring training isn't really where you want to take your, you know, all your notes from. But Sevy has not looked good so far. Uh, we could go Severino though. I just I don't like him as a number two. I, I would have preferred Nestor, three. but I just don't know if he's going to play. Yeah, like, no, no, I, we don't. He's on his way back. He, I think he's supposed to pitch in spring training games next week. I believe. I believe he's supposed to start. Um, you know, in uh, spring training games next week is what I heard. Yeah, I mean, if that's the case, I kind of would go Nestor. Like, yeah, we can we can go nasty. We can go nasty. Let's Nestor. get nasty with it because yeah. I mean, to be honest, like let, let's talk about it. if there was no injury, right? This would be a no brainer pick for us. Like it would yeah. be it would be Nestor, and we'd just be sitting there nasty, yeah. and it'd be great. Sorry, too much wordplay there. Oh. I feel like I feel like Draft Wizard is like kind of on top of their uh, their their ADP as to where they're fixing it because yeah. Yahoo is not that caught up. I, I want to tell you guys where I got nasty Nestor. In my uh my Yahoo draft the other day, but uh before Matt, uh, you want to read off who else went? Yes, sir. 
So, um, so after Mr. Nasty, um, Dansby Swanson, Xander Bogarts, Starling Morte, uh, Tyler Glass now, Ryan Hensley, Felix Batista, um, Byron Buxton, Rossiel Iglesias, O'Neill Cruz super early. That's vomit sauce. Robbie Ray. So we're back on the board. It's crazy. There has been a lot, a lot of closers going, and I just don't feel like I care right now. Um, because we still got our boy Clay Holmes. We still have, you know, Jansen, Duvall, Alexis Diaz, Duran. There's still names out there that I feel comfortable going with and kind of just taking the later round, getting getting a boost in other positions. And right now, let me read off our team too, because I feel like nobody is. We haven't read that off yet. We have Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis, Nolan Arenado, Justin Verlander, Eloy Jimenez. Vinny P and Nasty Nestor. Um, I think we got to go second base. Uh, we could we could look in that area. I do want to update with Nasty Nestor. He is expected to make a spring training debut at the middle of next week. And also, uh, manager Aaron, a manager of the Yankees, Aaron Boone, did come out and say that Nestor is in line to start the season on time as the Yankees' uh, fifth starter. So it gives him a little time to build up and. I think from all you know, all accounts, it looks like he's going to be ready for opening day. So if you did move him down your draft boards or your rankings, then you definitely should move him back up. I actually got Nasty Nestor in the 10th round of my uh, draft the other day, pick 116. So it doesn't look like he's going to be available there anymore. But guys, uh, you know, if you draft in, I say this weekend, maybe try and sneak him in, you know, a little bit, a little, maybe a round or two earlier than he was going on Yahoo, which is after pick 100. Yeah. But uh, as for what we're going to do here, Matt, uh, what are you thinking, brother? I'm sure you have something in mind. I was doing too much digging on Nasty Nestor. No, I'm, I'm good <laughs> with that. Um, so, no, I, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, okay, I see Brandon Lowe here. So, like, he's well out of the picture for what we can get right now, like, in terms of we could wait a while. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm looking, I'm like, okay, outfield might be getting thin real quick. There's Nick Castellanos, but we might be able to play the ADP game right now. And I think we might be able to just go and scoop up one more arm. And I'm thinking Blake. That's Snell. I think that's the move. That's the move here is is to grab another arm. I think we go Blake Snell. Yeah, we could we could take Blakey Blake if you want to do that. I I do have Kershaw over him, but you know we we've taken Kershaw on drafts already. We can well, go Blake Snell. That and let's just be a little bit more conservative in this draft with it. Like we've had a very risky staff, and now with Verlander there, I'd just prefer to have a little bit more like longevity. You know. Yeah. And like it would be between Snow, him Snow's and Kyle Wright. Yes, yeah, uh, Kyle Wright. I, I think he's banged up too. Kyle, I believe Kyle uh, Wright is dealing with the shoulder issue. Let me just double check myself. You're the on bearer that. of bad news. Like it's like. Uh, well, I'm, I I just want to make sure that the people are aware of what's going on. As uh, I gave us, I gave you good news on Nasty Nestor. And I know it might be a Yankee thing, but um, let's see what's the what's the word here on Kyle Wright. Uh, so let's go Blake Snell, Matt. And if you want to talk a little bit about Blake Snell, uh, be my guest. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's a shoulder issue for Kyle, okay. right? He's, he's um, they're holding him back Yikes. with uh, shoulder soreness. All right. Well, that is what it is. I mean, Blake Snell, I think, has been looking great. I haven't seen he's been throwing his changeup yet, which is another good news. So maybe he's finally ditched it and he could be the guy that we all think he can be. So I'm pretty excited for that. Um, so that, that's kind of why I just leaned him. Um. But yeah, other than that, let me read off who went after Blake. It was Logan Webb, Gunnar Henderson, Tommy Edmonds, Andres Jimenez, Wander Franco, Brandon, Brian Reynolds, Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu, Ken, uh, Kenley Jansen, Willie Adamas, Carlos Correa, and Wilson Contreras. Um, 
you know, that some good picks in there. A lot of second basemen uh, went. But before we move on and we start, we finish up this draft and go, you know, full lock on for the last of this. Uh, I do want to talk about talk about a great sponsor here. And um, it's it's LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stake wager for your small business. You want 100% certainty that you are that you're, you have access to all the best quali- uh, qualified candidates available. That, that's why you check into LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster, and it's for free. You can't beat that. It's super easy. Create a job post on LinkedIn. Um, simple tools like screening questions, making, making it easy to focus on candidates that are just right with the skills and experience that you need for your position that you need to hire. Small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs help you find quality qualified candidates you can uh, you want to talk to fast and get the best possible outcome for your small business. It's your baby. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on MLB. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Well, Let's finish this this bit draft up. We got no more ads until the end, and I think we can really dig in and get a great team. Um, and our last pick was Blake Snell, and I think now now we kind of look at what we got here. We kind of need another outfielder, and we need a second baseman. That's where my head's at right now. Yeah, I was kind of hoping Jimenez made it back to us, but uh, unfortunately, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. But there's Brandon Lowe, there's Max Muncy, there's Polanco. There's there's India there there's options here. Um, is Chris Bryant still there? Yeah, I want, he is. I want, I want Chris Bryant, man. He, if you guys haven't been paying attention, Chris Bryant's been lighting up the world so far in uh, spring training, and I just think you know he's putting the injuries behind him, and they weren't like soft tissue or major in- injuries. A little plantar fascia, you know, a little back soreness. Uh, that is just something that you know can can is manageable. And at 31 years old, Chris Bryant, like I said, having a good spring training. He plays played four games, ten at bats, three runs, three hits. Two of those hits are bombs, three RBIs. He's walked once, struck out twice, and he's hitting 300. So I mean, he's he's looking like the old Chris Bryant. Who says he can't hit 30 plus home runs with a plus batting average, decent runs and RBIs? And you know he's been known to chip in some steals. I don't know if he's going to do it this year. He's getting a little older and. The plant of fascia acts up, maybe not as many, but hey, chips in five steals, it's plus in that, uh, you know, plus in the category. Helps. Yeah. I mean, also, too, like his injury is kind of built into the price. You know, him going in the ninth round it is, is kind of like, hey, like, you know, he could get hurt this year and miss games and not expecting him to play a full season, hence why he's falling down. Because if everybody knew he was going to be healthy for a full season, he'd be much higher. He'd be in the top three rounds. So, like, you're getting him as a discount. He's our outfielder three. Like, you can't really go wrong. Let me read off who went after Chris Bryant, and that's Kyle Wright, Nathaniel Lowe, Clayton Kershaw, Stephen Kwan, Camilo Duvall, Alejandro Kirk, Tyler, uh, no, I'm sorry, um, Max Muncy, Tyler O'Neill, Logan Gilbert, and Trevor Story. So now we're, we're in a conundrum here. I think we're getting close to where we need to pick a relief pitcher. Um, uh, yeah, who's there? Or I, I, to be honest with you, I love William Contreras as a catcher. I think he has a breakout year this year, to be honest. I'm I'm there with you, but right now, like, if we if we go that, we pretty we're gonna give up on getting a closer and getting saves. Whereas catcher, we can kind of, you know, 
just like pass the buck on that and get somebody that's going to give similar production. Yeah, yeah. you're not, you're yeah. not wrong. Like, I, I, I do yeah. like Johan Duran, to be honest. And uh, Clay Holmes is good too, but they did come out and say that Clay Holmes might be used in the eighth sometimes. You know, depending on who's coming up and if the best hitters are coming up, like three, four, five are coming up in the eighth, they're probably going to use Clay Holmes there. And Wandy Peralta has just looked absolutely lights out. He broke the record of the fastest strikeout in MLB history. He struck a guy out in 20 seconds. His velocity is up. That's Wandy Peralta. So I think they're going to mix and match. But I think Johan Duran kind of has the job over there in Minnesota. I think he's going to run run away with it. The kid throws absolute gas. He had a monster year. Big strikeout guy. 67 innings with 89 Ks last year. I think, I think Duran's the move. I, I hear you. And Duran can be good. The only problem I have with him is how many save opportunities they think he's going to get. So, like, as a team, you know, with the Twins, they're good. But are they going to put him in a position to be successful and get us to production? Whereas Clay Holmes, being on the Yankees, even if he's not used full-time, and, like, say he only gets, like, I don't know, out of a out of three, three, um, three save attempts in a week, right? He gets two out of the three. There's a good chance Clay Holmes is coming home with that versus – Duran, you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, Whereas I Duran, mean, Duran just has, yeah. Okay, I mean, it's I'm not. Right. I mean, I'm not you, saying Duran. I I'm think not, they're both. I think they're both great. I think they're both yeah. great. I'm not saying Duran's going to blow us safe. What I'm saying is the team around Duran being able to, you know, one play defense, two put up the points to match, is different from the Yankees. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I hear you. The only thing is Duran has higher upside for for uh, K's because Clay Holmes is not a K's guy, unlike Duran. But I think they're going to wind up being pretty close in saves too. To be honest, I w- you would think. Let's go Clay Holmes. I just feel a little bit yeah. more comfortable just based off of the team. That's fine. I don't blame you. So here we go. Let's read off who went down after Clay Holmes. We have Pena, Hoskins, William Contreras, MJ Melendez. Anthony Santander Bank, George Kirby, <laughs> Hunter Green, Jake Cronenworth, Seiya Suzuki, uh, Christian Walker, Christian Yelich, and I was waiting for another Christian. Yeah, um, right? the, the Christian party over here. Yeah, in the name of the Father, blah, blah, blah. Um, Jake McCarthy. So, um, I think I think you know honestly like no real no real position is stuck out that like hey we're at a scarcity here the only position we Catcher. need right <laughs> well whatever wait, wait wait William Contreras and we... MJ Melendez by the way MJ Melendez is having a monster spring training if nobody's noticed the kid is is performing very very well the only I might problem have with... to adjust with him oh yeah he's gonna be great but the only thing I'm gonna say is we don't even have a second baseman yet and I think that's yeah, more valuable that's than than getting a catcher. Um, yeah. like I'll, I'll tell you this though, my thought at second base right now is you could just wait for Vaughn Grissom. I know, I know, like we we've talked about him to like nauseum at this point, and I feel like we ha- we might have single handedly moved his ADP up in uh, on Yahoo like a lot because I see him going so much higher than he was like a month or two ago, and the kid yeah. is absolutely raking in spring training. Let me see if I can grab you his uh, spring training stats uh, so far. Uh, that's my thought about second base. I say just wait because these other guys that really don't fit what we're doing so much, you know, as far as we, we kind of need some speed. We have a lot of power. Right. I don't want to take a Brandon Lowe who's going to drag our batting average down. A Jorge Polan- I do like Polanco, but Polanco is a big question mark. And guys, in case you're not paying attention, a 22-year-old Vaughn Grissom so far has played five games in spring training, 11 at-bats, five runs, a double, 
four RBIs, a steal. He's walked once. He hasn't struck out, and he's hitting 455. So uh, I think the kid runs away with the second base job, and if you can get him late in your drafts, it's an absolute steal of a pick. I wouldn't mind maybe leaning back into starting pitching. Right there, um, I just caught my eye. Sevy's still sitting around. That's 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 a deal and a half, to be honest. I have him in within my top uh, 30, so I think yeah. that's actually a great pick, to be honest. I, th- I think that's the pick. We do need to get a steals guy after this. Like, there is no question. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's, you know, an, uh, maybe another outfielder to throw at utility. Um, yeah. That, that could work. Right, let me read off what we got going on here. So, after Sevy, we had Chris Bassett, Glaber Torres, Giancarlo Stanton, Nick Castellanos, Ahmed Rosario, David Bender, Ty France, Alexis Diaz, Nick Lodolo, Liam Hendricks. Wow, Liam Hendricks. The guy isn't going to pitch this year. I'm sorry. Unfortunately, my man is dealing with with um, cancer, and you know it's sad and everything. But he, he, he was throwing a little bit. I don't he, think I don't think he's coming back anytime soon. But he, he he'll be back. He'll be he's, back. I got. He's faith. still going through chemo. So like, yeah. you know, you could throw all you want, but you know, there's still baseball shape, and then there's just throwing the ball. That's you true. know, like he is not there yet, and I don't foresee him back anytime soon if he pitches at all. So I read off who we got. I'm trying to look here. So. Who's the steals guy here? I mean, I see Tyler is there, Ward's. Is Duran still there by any chance? Is, is Johan Duran still on the board? <laughs> That's actually just a fair to, point. To grab an, another. Yo, yeah, done. yeah done. to just get us another closer in there. So we're at least in the game when it comes to saves and we're not we're not punting it. And I, I personally think when I. Oh, Scott Matt, Barlow. Uh, Scott Barlow. He's, he's, got, he's got Chapman there now, so I don't know how they're going to do that. But uh, Johan Duran, uh, I forget who. They had some other old dude. Uh, was it Colome or somebody else? Yeah, Colome was there. That was stealing the saves from him. And I think he's just the only guy there this year. I think they let the let let the let him loose, for right. you know lack of other words. Oh, Tyler Stevenson went too. Oh, that's yeah, no. Oh, Hoppy's still there, though. Oh, Hoppy's our dog. Oh, we, we We're going to get O'Hoppy. I'm not worried about catching yeah. him. Yeah. We need, we need to get some steals. Like, so here, here's what happened right after yeah. Duran, Pete Fairbanks, Taylor Ward, Daniel Bard, Lance Lynn, um, Luis Arias, Sean Murphy, Jesus Lazardo, Josh Bell, Scar Barlow, Tony, Tony Gonsolin, great value, Matt Chapman, and Tyler Stevenson. So, oh, this is hurting, man. Yeah, the Tyler Stevenson pick hurts, man. I think he, and the thing with Tyler Stevenson, in case anybody hasn't heard, the Reds came out and said, hey, even on days when he's not catching, we're going to try and get him in at DH. And uh, I think that's going to be great for him. I do love Oscar Gonzalez there, man. I know you had him pulled up. That's another one of our boys. Might be able to wait on him a little I bit. I think we should. Wait. Just in general, is there anyone at all? that oh, Jorge Polanco is still there, huh? Yeah. That's actually pretty unique. Nico Horner has pretty good value. He's he's pretty – but he see, the thing is he kind of fits what we're doing in the sense of we kind of need steals now and we kind of locked up bombs. How many? Like, just click on Nico Horner real quick. What did he steal last year? Like seventeen bases, I believe. Is that twenty? Right? Twenty bases. He had two eighty one. Uh, you know, he's going to be playing some second base this year as well. So I think. Um, and then was it four hundred eighty one at bats there? Yeah. So that's not even a full season. He could probably steal twenty five, maybe even thirty bases. I think Nico Horner is somebody that we haven't talked about a lot, but can be very, very valuable in fantasy, especially since he's going pretty, pretty late. I believe his ADP up there it says a uh, one eighty four. Yeah. So you're getting around pick 200. I, I do like Nico Horner. Kind of fits our build a little bit. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not opposed he to could play. He, hey, he could play shortstop until Tatis comes back. I think that's actually a good move. That's actually a great move. Done deal. Yeah. And then when Tatis comes back, we're going to be good in steals between him and Tatis because Tatis can get 40. And 
Sokin and then Horner will get us 20. That puts us yeah. in 60 bags on the season. And then without anybody you else, got a couple of in. chippies. Yeah, I got a couple of chippies, a couple of chippy so, guys. You know, I think in total on our team right now, we have seven stolen bases without picking another bat. Yeah. But let me read off our team and the picks. So right now, right after Horner, we had Freddie Peralta go, Andrew Vaughn, CJ Crone, Jack Flaherty, Pablo Lopez, Jorge Polanco, Lucas Giolito, Mitch Hanniger, Hunter Renfro, Joe Ryan. And our team is looking like the following. Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis, Nolan Arenado, Justin Verlander, Eloy Jimenez, Vinny Pasquantino, Nasty Nestor, Blake Snell, Chris Bryant, Clay Holmes, Luis Severino, uh, Juan Duran, Johan Duran, and Nico Horner. So we have what one, two, three starting pitchers. I think we need to get another four. Pitcher. We got Severino. We got four. Oh, that's right. So here we here's. I would I would I would definitely agree with the look. At least taking a look at starting pitching though, and seeing what's still left out there, because it starting pitching is deep, but it does start to thin out at a certain point, and mm-hmm. you kind of want to stay on top of it. Uh, out of the guys that I'm seeing there, I believe I have Jeffrey Springs ranked the highest. And Jeffrey Springs had a breakout year last year. He's, um, you know, uh, over a K per nine. I'm going to read off to you guys actually what Jeffrey Springs did last year. If you're not I got it right here. With, oh, go for it, brother. 135 innings, nine wins, 144 Ks, 246 ERA with a 107 whip. So it's a solid season, and he's on Tampa, which you know always produces great arms in a great park for yeah. pitchers. And he's a, they're a good team, so he's going to have the opportunity to really be successful this year, and hopefully get to like 150, 160 innings and really take it to that next level. Um, Jeffrey Springs is going to be really good this year. Yeah, I think so. So I was just going to say, so far this spring in his first outing, two innings, uh, no hits, no runs, no walks, and three Ks. So. Looks like he's on pace to, you know, pick up where he left off. Yeah, I think we scoop him up. Let's call it's it a, a day. It's a good move. Good good, good number start, starting five pitcher in a 12-man mm-hmm. league. Let me just take a look at something real quick. So, roster. All right. So, so our, we, t- our team's looking pretty solid so far. Pretty pretty good team yeah, uh, up a, until this point. Yeah, we got we to gotta fill – Obviously, a second baseman, even though, you know, Horner is not there yet. Um, you get a second baseman, um, which we're going to get Von Grissom at some point. You catch her, one more UT, and two more starting pitchers, and then the draft is over. Um, so, let's see what's up. I yeah, think. Um, is, where, where is Von Grissom on right, that list? Oh, he's, he's getting up to yeah, top. he's sneaking up. Um, yeah, let's go Von Grissom. Let's just, let's just lock him in before anyone else could take right. him. Right. <laughs> this is one of those situations, guys, where you're kind of like, okay, you're getting into that point where it's scarcity. Who do you trust at this point? And obviously, we've been waiting around for him. You know, you kind of just like, even if it is a little bit of a reach by a round, I'd rather lock it up and get the guy I want and not be beat on the position at this point. Exactly. Perfectly said, my brother. All right, let me read off what went down here. So after Mr. Grissom, um, we got Johan Johanner Suarez. Johanner uh, Suarez, that was yeah, good. You got it. Yeah. Uh, Drew Rasmussen, Andrew Munez, Bra- uh, Brady Singer, Key Brian Hayes, Ian Hat, Michael Kopech, Ooh, Jose Miranda. Great. We're bringing him up into damn Kopech. Sorry. Paul Seawall, Merrill Kelly. And so, just real quick, uh, Jose Miranda is another guy I love. He had two home runs yesterday, and the kid's just going to be absolutely great. So keep an eye on Jose Miranda as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, so let's look here. Um, I think I think now that we've gotten that covered, 
that we need to go and get another pitcher. Yeah. Oh, Grayson's still there. I think Grayson, Grayson Rodriguez is a good pick. You know, G Rod is a, he's pretty much almost guaranteed the job, uh, you know, with the rotation with the Orioles. They really don't have too many guys there that are actually going to get anything done. And I believe his first outing went very well for him in spring training. I'm going to double check that. Yeah, you know, he pitched two uh, clean innings. He walked one, struck out one. He looked pretty good. I think he's, um, you know, sky's the limit for the kid. I do like Grayson Rodriguez. And that is our pitcher six. I'm really happy with that. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a good move. So that's the pick. Yeah, we haven't talked about G-Rod too much this year. You know, he he was on his way to make his major league uh, debut about halfway through last year before he got injured. Came back at the end of the year and pitched a few starts in the minors, and he looked very, very well down there. Yes. All right. So here's a here's a deal. I'm going to read off who get it, and I think we got to we got to hit our boy Oscar. Um, let me read off what happened here. So right after uh, G-Rod. We had uh, Rowdy Telez, Lance McCullers, Evan Phillips, nice pick, John Gray, uh, Yandy Diaz, Walker Bueller. Again, he's not pitching this season. Jose Barrios, uh, Kiebert Ruiz, Jose Leclerc, Jorge Lopez, Alex Cobb, and Alex Lange, another one of our late round. That that kid is is absolutely great. I believe he had a monster outing in his first spring training uh, outing as well. I'm going to double check that, though. Yeah. But I think, Dom, we got to scoop up a backup outfielder. I think that um, I think that we have to go Oscar at this point. Yeah, we, I do like Oscar Gonzalez. Anthony Rizzo is still there. I saw it too. I do love Anthony yeah. Rizzo. Let's just peek our head at catcher, though. Is Ohapi still around? I'm hoping he is. And uh, if, if so, how far? Oh, he's good. Okay, yeah, we, we can wait at least one more round to get Ohapi. Uh, yeah, he's like, is, yeah, Oscar Gonzalez is a very good pick at this point in the draft. Yeah, I think we scoop him up and just be happy. Um, yeah, boom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you haven't, if you haven't tuned in before, guys, Oscar Gonzalez is an absolute beast. He had a monster year last year. He had a pretty good playoffs as well. Uh, I'm gonna read you off his stats real quick just to keep you guys informed in case you don't know about Oscar Gonzalez. He played 91 games last year, 362 at bats, 39 runs, 27 doubles, 11 bombs, 43 RBIs. Oh, wait, am I reading? Yeah, that, that, I'm reading this right. Uh, and he hit 296. So Damn. he's, you know, very, very good young player. Definitely keep your eye on him. He's going to be uh, 25 years old this year. Yeah, he's he's going to be a great player. All right, let me read off who went. So there's your boy, Anthony Rizzo, right after. Miles Michaelis, uh, Javier Baez, Craig Trimble, Alec Bohm, Jonathan India, Frankie Montas. He's done for the season. Mark Melanson, yeah. Andrew Heaney, and Cal – I can't even say that guy's Cal name. Raleigh. Rally. Oh, he's getting rally. I got it. I'm getting riled up. All right. Boot and rally. Boot and rally. Yeah. All right. So what we need here to fill yeah, up what this What do we team, have left, Matt? Ohapi. Ohapi and a pitcher. Yeah, so, take Ohapi. Let's just let's just lock him in just in case. Okay. Because yeah, the team won't look good if we don't have a good catcher. Yeah, um, and well, guys, Logan Ohapi is another young kid that, uh, you know, he came over in the, the Brandon Marsh trade. And he didn't play a lot in the majors last year, but when he did, he, um, you know, 
He played, let's see, hold on, let me scroll down here. Uh, he played five games, 14 at-bats, one run, four hits, uh, two RBIs, and he had 286. But the thing is, he was absolutely dominant down in the minors last year, down in the minors in Double A, 104 games, 72 runs, 14 doubles, 26 bombs, 78 RBIs, seven steals, and he had 283. So Logan O'Hoppy in that, you know, Angels lineup can be very, very interesting. I have him in my top 15 catchers. He's definitely somebody that you need to keep an eye on if you, you know, if you're, if you're drafting late on your catcher like Matt and I just did. Yeah. And also, too, I mean, to be completely honest, the kid's going to translate. Like, it's just one of those things where, you know, I, I can't see how he doesn't. He's just that good. All right. Let me read off what happened and our last pick of the draft. So Hunter Brown, Patrick Sandoval, Tyler, Tyler Anderson, read the meters. Read the meters. The running. meters running. The meters <laughs> running. Kendall Graveman, Dylan Florlo, um, Aaron Anjby, AJ Minter, get the mint, and um, Edward. Oh, Edward Cabrera, Edward Cabrera just went. That's a good pick. Oh. good pick. Trevor Bauer. That's an interesting pick, especially at a flyer for this. Um, He's Danny probably not playing this year. For being, probably for being not. real. For being real, he would have been signed already. He would have been in a camp, you know, getting ready, but it doesn't look like it's happening. Danny Jansen and Anthony Ooh, Rendon. That was great, a great pick. Great pick. Great pick with Anthony Rendon. Man. The only problem is we're still filling up our lineups and not our bench. So yeah, yeah. I think we've, we've pushed him up draft boards as well. So oh, we definitely. Have, we have a choice here, Dom. So we can either go starting pitcher or we can go and get Mr. Dominguez. Uh, yeah. You, you're finally on the bandwagon, Matt? Or To be honest, I just see a guy that has an opportunity to have the job and it's the last pick of our our draft here i'm trying to see this uh, or we go mr lauer uh eric lauer is good is anyone else there that i like eh. it does get kind of middling at that point uh well, let's see man league so i mean yeah let's see um sir anthony dominguez I, I, at this point i just want to see what um did they have the projection there for him or no his projection what how many saves is that what does it say 11 yeah, uh, I mean, I, it, realistically, if I was actually wanted to play out the year with this team, I'd probably take a closer. I mean, I'm not a huge fan mm-hmm. of anybody there. I mean, Brandon Hughes had a pretty good end of the year last year for the Cubs. He's probably going to be the guy closing there to start the year. Eric Lauer is a good pitcher, though. He's a very, very solid pitcher. Matt, I'll, I'll let you make the final call. I mean, at the end of the day, I would like to take a catcher, but none of them are really catching my eye. I mean, if you already have a catcher. Lauer, oh, no, I mean, I mean – Closer, I'm so sorry. I'm my my head's all over the place here. Yeah, you've been on you've been on catcher since like pick eight. Yeah, um, I know, man. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not mad either way. If we go closer here, which is probably what I would do. Yeah, um, I think Dominguez would be the right pick, no matter yeah. what. At this point, even if we were going in the pick in our bench, like because yeah. like the guy I would pick as a starting pitcher would be Lauer. Because I do love Lauer though. Yeah, Lauer's going to be great this year. And, like, you look at all these other names here, and I'm not really a fan of pretty much anybody but him. And, well, there's Mackenzie Gore as well, who is a nice little flyer as well. But, I mean, hey, screw it. Let's just do it. Let's get let's get Dominguez and let's call it. Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds like a plan. Yep. Let's right. see. Maybe they'll like our team more than normal. Ah, we're going nah. to see. But it, it is what it is, guys. Uh, well, just just to say that draft uh, wizard goes by their own projections, and no, but no, no projection system ever hits the nail on the head. Otherwise, we would know exactly how to draft our team. So, I think this is a very solid team. To be honest, I would probably give it uh, about a B, around a B grade. I think we did a pretty good job here. I don't know. I mean, yeah, we're a little light on the steals, but I mean, let me read it off, and then I'll kind of 
give my breakdown so everybody knows what we're working with. So at catcher, we have Logan O'Hoppy. First, we have Vinny Pasquatina. Uh, second, Vaughn Grissom. Short, uh, Fernando Tatis. Third, Nolan Arenado. Outfield, it's going to be Soto. Eloy, Chris Bryant. Our two UTs are Nico Horner, Oscar Gonzalez. And our starting pitchers are Justin Verlander, Nasty Nestor. We got Blake Snell, Luis Severino, Jeffrey Springs, Grayson Rodriguez, and Sir Anthony Dernangas as far as one of our closers, Clay Holmes, and Yon Duran. So I would say probably a B+. Balanced. Balanced. Very balanced. We have plenty of power. We have amazing average. We're going to have counting stats out to Wazoo. And we can compete. See, remember, we're playing in a head-to-head league. So we just got to beat the guy that we're facing that week in steals. We don't have to win the season. So that's the difference between Roto and head-to-head. So, like, I'm really confident in stolen bases in this format. This was Roto, probably would have drafted a tad bit different, where, like, we probably would have scooped up a little bit more of the stolen bases. So that's where, like I say, B+. And actually, now that I'm talking myself into an A-, minus, because, I mean, very balanced hitting. And then the pitching, we have strikeouts for days between Verlander, Nestor, Blake Snell, and Severino. You know, there it is. And then the other guys are going to be K-9 guys. And we have... Three closers that are going to be have the job at least for the start of the season and get us saves and be able to beat a team in uh, week in and week out as long as the opportunities are there for our closers. So I, this is a strong team in my opinion. Yeah, Matt, I'm I'm right on board there with you, and uh, you know, not much too not too much else I can add to that. So, guys, I think that's going to be it for today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Also, check out our website. Our website has a lot of great information about us. You can uh, find access to all of our episodes there and also has Matt and I rank Matt and I's rankings. Our rankings are based off of, you know, head-to-head category leagues or Roto works for that as well. Um, you know, and uh, thank you so much for tuning in and making us your first listen each and every day. Guys, uh, I'm also I'm going to promote somebody different here today. Um, I'm going to promote uh, as your second listen every day. Check out Locked on Astros. We will be on the Locked on Astros podcast. It will probably be premiering. Uh, uh, probably will have premiered by the time that you have, uh, you know, watching this. So uh, make sure you can go back and check it out. They're available everywhere, including YouTube. And uh, we will be back tomorrow providing you with our shortstop rankings. But until then, see you. Peace.